A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? I think I'm introing. I think so. Too. I think so. Okay, yeah, committing to the bit. Um, hey guys, this is Shelby. And this is Ashley. And we're um talking to you from Swiftish, which is our podcast that we've just realized is hitting its eight-year mark, which Ugh. is absolutely insane. Absolutely. It wild. is. It's really crazy, and we our life has definitely taken different paths <laughs> since eight Over years. The last decade, we yeah. we have more dogs, we have children. We both moved. Yeah, I know. It's wild. Life has changed. Yeah. But anyways, um, Taylor Swift keeps on keeping on. I mean, we were sort of wondering what to do with this episode, um, and we have limited time. So we thought it'd be fun to kind of go through and make our predictions for um, the Tortured Poets Department track list and what they'll be about and whatnot. But before we dive into that, obviously... You know, Taylor has been back on tour and there's been some supposed leaks. So I'm curious what you've heard and enjoyed. <laughs> um, well, I'm that's where I'm kind of like thrown off because with AI being so in our face and making things sound so real, <coughs> I don't know what's right, what's wrong. And some of the leaks yeah. are only like a couple seconds. So I'm enjoying what yeah. I'm hearing, but I'm also like not taking it yeah seriously yeah the only one that seemed realistic was the Fortnite clip mm-hmm. which was like four seconds yeah and i read an article today that was like oh yeah it's definitely ai oh really yeah so i don't that's where i don't oh. know i know ai is freaky man i do not like ai i do not enjoy it call me a luddite tell me i'm an old geezer but i am just not a fan so yeah <laughs> and this is another reason why i can't even <laughs> trust a leak anymore um <laughs> but no yeah it uh i think it's yeah it's anyone's guess what at this mm-hmm. point and it's interesting you and i like we've been doing this for like five albums now or something ridiculous mm-hmm. and so it's interesting watching the hype for this one because it's even bigger than Midnight's because Midnight Midnight's like proved a concept which is Taylor Swift is still relevant and everyone can like her and it's cool to like her but even at the beginning of Midnight's it was sort of like let's see what it is type thing yeah whereas now everyone is dialed in everyone is stoked everyone's a fan everyone's yeah. obsessed and so the energy is much more different and like it is more the wild wild west out there with people spouting their theories and like making songs up that they think it would be like and then those go viral and then people are like is that the lyrics or is that just a fan and mm-hmm. it's just absolutely interesting yeah i would i would compare this to when she released 1989 yeah but on like a higher level because yeah. we we don't know what's going to sound like she's been playing with so many different sounds yeah and she's kind of doing it back to back. Like she releases 1989's Taylor's version and then she releases this. And so you're yeah. just kind of like, what's going on? Yeah. Uh, you know, we are going to be talking about what our predictions for each <laughs> track. But I did see someone on TikTok who had listened to, she had said it was a queer podcast. I'm not sure if it was like Taylor Swift specifically queer podcast. Mm-hmm. But one thing she was really disappointed in when she was listening to this this hour podcast was how 
this podcast related every single song to a man, to a man, to a man, to a man, to a man. And I'm not, and I don't know if this person was like, oh, it should be about women, but this this pod, this TikToker was like, Taylor Swift is so much more than just a man. She can, she's proven to us she can write about so much more. Yeah. So I am interested in getting into our predictions for these tracks to see <laughs> what you think, what I yeah. think. If people have missed out on this, Shelby did post something on her <laughs> blog, uh, shelbyboyer.substack.com. Go check yeah. out all of her awesome blog posts there. But what inspired this was not anyone else's predictions, but it was Shelby's Thank you. Thank blog. You. Yeah. It was Tortured. really important. Yeah. Yes. To- tortured poets and where to find them. Thank you. Yeah, I was yes. proud of that title. Um, it was really important to me. Um, but no, yeah, I I've been interested in watching Taylor's like different speeches she's been doing at these mm-hmm. um, international shows because she's mentioned tortured poets, uh, tortured poet society quite a bit, and um, department tortured poets. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time too. <laughs> Tortured Poets Department, which Taylor would mock me for not being able to say. She was like, at one point, she's like, or you can just call it TPD if you can't manage the full sentence. Yes, it's hard. It is hard, Taylor. Give us a break. Um, but no, she's she's said a lot of interesting things and a lot of coy things and sort of mm-hmm. a lot of maybe potentially shady things. Mm-hmm. Um one is that she started working on this the instant she turned in Midnights, which she said was beginning of 2021. Um, or the end of 2021? It was the end of 2021. The end of 2021. Yeah. Um, and she was like, I haven't ever had an album I needed to write like this one. And she talked about how it was just things in her life that she needed to be creative. She needed to get something out. And this like helped her get through a phase in her life. Mm-hmm. So immediately everyone was like, okay, well, Jack Antonoff is the one who said that they wrote You're Losing Me right at 2021. Maybe this was meant to be on that track. And then she threw it out as a Midnight's track. Maybe that's what she was going through at the time. So this has to be a breakup album all about Joe and the demise Mm -hmm. of their relationship Mm -hmm. and then another night she said uh, what was it she said was it in Melbourne pull it up yeah when she talked about how she really needed to make 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 this yeah that's when she talked about that but then she had another thing she said she said it was a lifeline for her oh yeah 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 was that the same one? I guess so. And and that was when she played You're Losing Me. She said it was really a lifeline for me. Okay. And then, that, oh, I yeah, have so issues. Yeah. I have issues with, with this. We yeah. can go into what she said, but I have a bone to pick with Taylor Swift. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's start with that. I love it. Because when she started talking about how the tortured poets department was a lifeline for her and, you know, she's... She's like leading up to this and she's like, I wanted to show you something. And people are like screaming berserk because they thought that they were getting like at least something released. It was April 6th. Oh, it was February 16th. 112 Day Theory. (laughs) People, they thought that they were going to get a surprise song from TTPD, but they didn't. They just got 
album artwork with a, a, a uh, oh, by the way, uh, buy another one of my albums because yeah. that's how you're going to get the bolter. <laughs> I know. It's been a whole thing. It's been a whole thing for sure. I mean, I think it is, like I said, it's interesting watching this roll out because so many of her albums previous, especially when we started with Reputation, she was much more like removed from the discourse. Mm-hmm. Like she wasn't doing a lot of public speaking, a lot of like um, promotion aside from like a photo shoot, a poster reveal, whatever it is. And whereas this one, she is talking about it more while she's actively on tour. Mm-hmm. But it ends up feeling like a lot of weird fake outs where people think she's about to play a new song because she'll mm-hmm. be like, and no one's ever heard this before after talking about it. Yes. And then she's like, no, 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 not from the new album, not from the new album. Yes. And I think she's even learning how to navigate this um, extreme interest in everything she says while she's also promoting a previous tour. Um, so it is kind of, it, it. it's fascinating. It is. It's fascinating. And I do think she it's interesting to think why she chooses what she says because she also at one point said oh i worked on this throughout the first leg of the tour so all through 2023 Mm -hmm. so it's like okay she's been working on this album for two years but it's also like she was working on it during this tour so it's like is it about joe is it about travis like blah 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 blah. what's gonna happen yeah Yeah. (laughs) maddie like god rest (laughs) our souls um and so yeah it's it's going to be interesting. And I think, like I said, the public is more invested than maybe previous eras for better and for worse because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now you have a lot of loyal Swifties who are like, I can't go through this midnight's crap again where you say that this is the exclusive, the deluxe version, but yeah. then suddenly there's another one coming down. Oh my gosh, it's only available 72 hours. Oh my gosh, you got to buy it. You got to buy it. You got to buy it. And they all have different songs on them and there's no like one cohesive unit. And it's just, it feels a little bit, it's it, greedy. I mean, yes. Mm-hmm. And you can say like, oh, yeah, she's a capitalist queen. Like, look at her. She's outsmarting everyone. But we already know she's smart. She doesn't have to prove she's smart. What she's doing yeah. now is, I, I don't know, kind of manipulating. She she knows a weakness in her own fandom, which is that they will buy every version. And so she's like, fine, I will get what I want and do this. And mm. yeah, they get like one bonus track here, one bonus track there. But it's like, girl, you're uh-huh. fine. You don't need this. And you're already so popular right now that you probably literally don't need this to break records if that's what you're going for. Yeah. And one thing she did to them that she did when people pre like they like pre-bought her album during midnight was she also was like, Oh, and for those who pre-bought this, you get a boost in oh yeah. In buying tickets. So I wonder also like, yes, people want to buy yeah. your stuff, but are people hoping like, oh, if I buy this, it's a pre-order, will I get some kind of boost to buy yeah. you know, because the tickets are outraged. Like if she announces a new a new leg, will people get boosts? Like it's just very yeah. interesting to see how yeah, you know, what people will do in hopes of yeah. something Taylor will give out. I don't know. Yeah. It's fascinating. I mean, people will be like, oh, well, Olivia Rodrigo did the same thing. She had secret songs, four different versions on her vinyls. But it's like, in some ways, I respected that more because it was a 
it was a surprise. Like it literally wasn't mm-hmm. listed on the yeah. track list. Like it was just like a fun surprise. And then yes, people were like going out and trying to buy it to get the right prize. Like it's a freaking cereal box. <laughs> but I feel like the she's these... learning from someone. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But the straight, the like, the bare like greed involved in being like oh look here's my new album pre-order now you broke my website ordering this thank you so Mm -hmm. much this gets you your deluxe bonus track only to then a week later be like plot twist there's a second bonus track and a second cover don't you want that too it's just like and it's just yeah yeah i'm sure something else is coming down the pipeline it's the 1989 rollout it's proved very successful Mm -hmm. but at a certain point i feel like these celebrities just need to dial it back and realize they're fine they're doing great they don't need to play these games Mm -hmm. at the cost of their literal fandoms like i just that's true it's frustrating especially because it's like you know everyone's a lot of people are like, where did this lover era, Miss Americana, like, I'm going to speak up for the little guy, go. <laughs> and I don't know. It, it's tough to say. I think I, I think even, like, you know, the other news is that there was a horrific shooting at the Super Bowl parade. And Taylor Swift supposedly donated to one of the um, victim's family, which mm-hmm. is very nice, very good, bare minimum. But it's like if you can be that aware and if you if you can be that thoughtful, then it's like instead of focusing your lawyer's energies on, you know, threatening this little teenager who's tracking your airplanes and, and making you feel unsafe or instead of rolling out seven different versions of the same album mm-hmm. with tiny microscopic differences it's like well maybe you can just think oh you know maybe this consumer culture isn't that like healthy right now and I can think of other ways to like up Mm -hmm. my brand and get what I want while also not promoting this sort of insane level of like you have to own four of the same things to prove you're my fan yeah and there are so many different like Taylor Swift resale sites where people are just Mm -hmm. wanting it all and like People are selling something that like was a nineteen dollars and eighty nine cents for five hundred dollars because like there's a just that greed. So like it's not only like she's getting it, but other people are profiting off of it and like taking advantage of other fans who want to do it. It's so it's it is what it is. But I mean, this is exhausting, you know. Yes, yes, (laughs) we are never ever getting a normal (laughs) album rollout. Never. But one thing that I do want to let's go back to like her music. Oh yeah, um, and the timeline of when she when she wrote You're Losing Me, what mm. it's interesting is at the end of Midnight's is Dear Reader. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. wonder when that was written. Like if she had, com- if she was coming up and completing Midnight's and this song about all about supposedly 13 nights of her career that, you know, or that kept her up at night. And then oh, so much of it is an ode to Joe and her relationship. And at the yeah. very end, she's like, but wait, She's like, oops. I am not like I'm not a reliable narrator because all this stuff is no longer true. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be releasing something out into the public that's no longer accurate as I've written it. And so she writes, Dear Reader, and then you have you losing you losing me as a bonus track. And so in essence, I kind of feel like the tortured post department is like a sister track to Midnight's because mm. 
it's kind of she's like taking the illusion away from it and mm. she's like this is how it is this is how it is now this is how it was when i was yeah. releasing the song about the love of my life yeah this is what was going on this is how it was really happening no, i from- like that i like that reading i think it is it is going to be interesting like everyone's like oh my gosh joe you better watch out and i'm like i don't know i i i hope and i can't imagine that at this point taylor would just be like F you, Joe, in 17 different fonts, you know? <laughs> I just, I think it'll be more diverse. And and like you're losing me, matched with mm-hmm. something like peace, matched with mm-hmm. something like um, sweet nothings. Like there, there's going to be some, some like contextualization of, of mm-hmm. two people realizing they weren't compatible after all. Yeah. And that's a really interesting dynamic to write from and it's not as simple as he's a loser and a cad and I hate him and it's much more complicated and I think we have to recognize that Taylor herself is much more complicated and that there's you know not just oh there's two sides to every story but like there's multiple multiple issues angles concerns frustrations regrets like all sorts of things that come out of a long-term relationship like that for better mm-hmm. or for worse so I do like the idea of recognizing that there's parallels there at a very transitory phase in Taylor's Mm -hmm. life because I think the urge to paint Midnight's as a breakup album is incorrect because I just can't buy it I can't buy that Sweet Nothing was written as like a actually this guy sucks at being a boyfriend type thing and I don't buy that like every song on there is actually a secret middle finger to Joe Alwyn Mm -hmm. at the time um but I do feel like that complexity will continue to be explored in Tortured Poets Department. Yes, yes. And let's get into it because we only have a, a <laughs> short amount of time to go track by track. And whereas Miss Shelby has done all of her homework already, we'll go into <laughs> what she sees for the tracks and yeah. I'll give my two cents yeah. if, if I have any. So yeah. let's, let's kick into, oh, and we do have a bonus track to see what you think of that too another one. i know a new one a new one so let's get into the first track fortnite featuring post malone yeah fortnite i mean yes. who knows i like post malone's music i think it's really vibey um so i kind of picture this as being i don't know i mean mm. the thing about my my post to be clear is it's mostly humor it's yes. really just <laughs> it's like i don't actually think this but um yes I do feel like it. It's it's giving me like wake up and smell the problems type thing. Like there's mm-hmm. going to be, you know, Fortnite is two weeks. Fortnite is this idea a British term for two weeks. Yeah. So it seems like it'll yeah. be something about some British someone making Taylor realize that it's no longer working. <laughs> and I was kind of thinking, I was like, what if they? You know, some people take like a break. We're on a two-week mm. break. I wonder if this was the beginning of the end. Like, mm. we need to go on a break. And Taylor, like, I don't – from what I've heard, it was maybe initiated by Joe and Taylor didn't fight it. It's just rumors, speculation. Yeah, yeah. So it's very maybe, like, the beginning of the British end for Taylor. Yeah, I like that. Yes. I think that's a fair reading. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's go into the tor- – the, the worst album – title ever the tortured <laughs> poets department hater hater oh. 
Only because I can't say it. <laughs> okay, so what are we what are we thinking here? Sound-wise, I'm going to tell you guys, I really don't know what I'm going to I'm expecting to hear sound-wise. Yeah. Maybe I who knows, more like midnight's probably, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it'll be like you're losing me and is it over and dear reader and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um I do like I saw someone point out that the TT the tortured poets department logo that's on her album and on her like artwork for the album it includes this like yin and yang symbol um and i do feel like the tortured poets department will just be kind of an overview song of like being the person who only knows how to get through something by writing about it Mm -hmm. and the then recognizing the patterns that always get them there um do you think the lyrics she posted are from that song the one the the like tick, tick, loving tick, you tick love drop tick. yeah the tick 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 I, of love bombs and my veins of I, pitch black ink i don't know because she's done a lot of stuff like that where it isn't even featured on the album mm. so mm-hmm. i'm what well, was she she's wrote like an intro lewd like i'm wondering oh, if yeah, like because yeah, 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 yeah. that's, that's like on the beginning that's like mm, written yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. album i think so that's why i don't know because sometimes she'll have like things written in the album like she yeah, had those yeah. poems yeah. um for reputation yeah. reputation you guys yeah. uh and she's ending it out with the to- tortured poets department so i that's why i'm like i have no idea like I, I do not want to be a clown it could be i don't know i feel like yeah i feel like it is if only because i i feel like this song is going to be maybe more vague than people expect i feel like it'll be mm-hmm. the more generic of the songs just by title and this idea that she is the department head and the chairman i mean and um and so I do feel like it'll be more like I'm wondering if she's, if she's reflecting on their relationship about how they saw themselves as tortured artists together. Yeah. She had yeah. just come out, come out of, of being canceled. Somehow he's this broody like actor who like yeah. just feels tortured every way, even though he came up from a very like wealthy family. No, he works so, in a yogurt shop. Okay. He's basically yeah. poor. <laughs> <laughs> so like I do wonder if like she's reflecting on their time, like, oh, like they were just brooding together and that yeah. might not have been the best thing for their relationship. Mm-hmm. She's always like mm-hmm. about him being blue and him yeah. being sad. And so it was just yeah, like that's true. It's I wonder if she'll she'll like like you said, she's looking back at it, the she, all the wrong turns she always makes, but seeing it in a different light. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, my boy only breaks his favorite toys. <laughs> Big man toy, shiny boy, doesn't you know that I bought it. Dun, dun, dun. Shocks about him being a boy all the time. I London know. boy, 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 boy. Is it because he was younger than her? <laughs> it's because of his little face. His oh, sad no. little face. Oh, you're my face. baby boy. <laughs> so, oh. like, I don't know. Yeah. Was, it, there were rumors about, you know, him cheating on her did he cheat on her did he break her heart was he taking advantage of her because those who are close to you sometimes you can treat the worst like what's going to happen in the song i feel like it's like a peter losing windy type thing where this guy Mm -hmm. this little boy doesn't grow up he doesn't actually you know for all her talk at the beginning of like "Eh, my reputation's never been worse you must love me for me like, she realized, like, oh, does he only want, like, broken little birds to take care of? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Like, if you're trying to fix something, and once she's yeah. fixed, once yeah. you get, 
you know, this, this, this aerial of sorts who can no, can't speak for herself. Yeah. But I could also see it being a t- surprise, like, like maybe reflecting on how she has a type of always mm-hmm. picking up these little, these little troubled dudes and being like, I can yeah. fix them. And like well, that sort of thing. <laughs> there is a, uh, a track. That yeah. We'll that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> interesting. Okay. Now let's go to down bad because I'm old. So I Googled <laughs> what does down bad mean? Because, you know, I, Taylor is around our age and I'm sure it yeah. makes she probably, she probably learned down bad from Ice Spice. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You know, Ice Spice is what? In her 20s. She's young. Yeah. Or Sabrina Carpenter. She learned it from someone who's younger than us. Um, so when I Googled it, down bad, basically <laughs> it means desperate. Urban Dictionary says, I can't believe I'm quoting Urban Dictionary. Um, being source. down bad is an act of sacrificing your morals and reputation mm. to to try and interact with someone romantically. Like at this phrase in the relationship, because we know Taylor loves to tell a story. Is she just so desperate to make it work? Like, is she just... Does she think she's in it for the long haul and she wants, she's down bad for him? She needs to keep it going. I think it's, I think it's going to be like a blank space inverse where it's like she's not the, she's not the hunter, but she's more like, oh, I'm always pining for these losers. Like, I'm always down bad. I'm always doing the most. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, uh, you know, she's always like tripping over herself to like get, you know, Whatever flying, she says, yeah, she's like, I have to world. be, a, <laughs> have to be like a shrouded mystery to get you to notice mm-hmm. me, type thing, and like, yeah, I or I can see it being a play on like instead of being down bad, like she's, hey boy, like love me more, like oh she's severely depressed, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's so sad. Because then we go into track five, so long, <laughs> London. The London bridges are falling down. Yes. So, I love it. I love this idea. Too. I'm sure it'll be very sad. It's a track five. She knows yeah. people are paying attention. She knows people are ready. And I think it will eviscerate mm-hmm. Mr. Joe Alwyn. Um, and I'd love that. I do. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if this album is going to give us the most insight to their relationship that we've ever seen. Because she did say that that writing this has been the most important thing when it yeah. comes to like it important to her. Yeah. So I do wonder, was she shrouding everything in mystery the past five albums because she was with him and that was right. so key to their relationship. And now track five, she's going to, she's going to let burn it down. Yeah. And it might not be like, she's going to like bring him down, but she's yeah. there's just so many things that she's needed to write about that she couldn't because of their situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like I could see her going full petty queen or I can see her trying to be more like introspective and like, you know, so long London could be like, wow, I've lost something, you know, like it's mm-hmm. it's not Cornelia Street. It's like something bigger, you know, she's like, yeah. oh, shit, like I can't <laughs> I, I can't do this anymore. I can't yeah. be here anymore. Maybe she'll give us a little like Fergie. Yeah. Welcome all the time. My London, London That'd be hilarious if this is just like a dance anthem. <laughs> She's like, oh, we're not in the pub, we. We're getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next track, which uh, is one of our favorites, 
But daddy, I love him. I know. Iconic. Daddy, I love him. And oh, yeah. one of one of Taylor's favorite Disney movies, of course, we have seen her dressed up as this mm-hmm. in one of her, um, I think, like, favorite. I don't it's know. like her Halloween party. Yeah. And people came as, like, icon- like the iconic figures of their childhood. She mm-hmm. dressed up as Ariel. Mm-hmm. And as Shelby pointed out in her article, 1989, Ariel was released. And there is that iconic line in The Little Mermaid. Daddy, Ariel wasn't released. Him. The Little Mermaid. <laughs> but Daddy, I love him. So it's yeah. this, her looking on how she gave up her voice for this man. And I am not saying that she is like little old Taylor giving her voice up. I'm not relating that. But did she sacrifice certain things in her career and in her life because she so desperately wanted, she was so down bad for Joe. She wanted to make it work out and compromised yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I feel like this is probably going to be about Joe. Um, but I do think the Little Mermaid analogy also makes sense with the um, Scooter Braun and Scott Rochetta and her mm-hmm. masters and like literally losing her her voice yeah. for those first six albums. Um, and can I please re- um, throw out that this is track six? Oh, yeah. So, Look at that. I like that. And it kind, it kind of relates to, but daddy, I love him. Her dad is this huge hand in her career. Yeah. Like maybe she was talking back and forth with her dad yeah. and her dad would like, maybe you should leave. Yeah. Um. Big machine, but daddy, I love him. We've, yeah. we've grown so much. So Look. it is track six, but daddy, I love him. I That's actually a good take. Yeah, no, I like that. Good mm-hmm. good call. Good connection. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have Fresh Out the Slammer, which oh. is very funny. Um, I want this to be like getaway car. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do feel like it, it carries a lot of the same imagery. I think it could have the same energy. I mean, what's interesting about these titles is they do seem to follow a pattern of said breakup. So while I don't want to say like all Taylor Swift can think about is her ex-boyfriend, it is interesting to think about how much of this album will be about that relationship, its demise, Mm. and her recovery. And the... The jailer, you can be my jailer. Yeah. To this Taylor. Like, that's where my mind went. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm also curious about the next one, Florida, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. featuring Florence and the Machines. Yeah. Florence and the Machine. Um, Florida, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. Yes, yes, I just, yes. I feel like that's exactly like, honestly, it's just reminding me of like my Facebook <laughs> photo album like names <laughs> when I would like go on my study abroad and I was like, OMG, London girl, you know, like that sort of thing. Like it yes. feels like. It feels like a girl's trip to Miami type thing. Well, where was she after – was it the news broke that they broke up? Was that it? Was she in Florida? Oh, I don't know. Was I she? Believe, I, yeah, in April. Whoa. Because it was, it was the beginning of April, like April 8th or something. The news got released and she – Oh, interesting. I believe she was in Florida right after that. So Freaking I don't know. in Florida. Man, very good. That's funny. Okay. Good connection. Number nine, guilty as sin with a question mark. The question mark. She loves punctuation this time. Very poetic of her. Yes. Um, Yeah, I think this will be – I if I were to – 
I feel like this is like a question mark for herself, right? Like she's mm-hmm. like, is it my bad or is it your bad? And um, like who's – Am I moving on to too blame? fast? Yeah. Am I not moving on too fast? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, honestly, I'm fascinated to see if and when she mentions it. She mentions Maddie Healy and the rebound yeah. heard around the world. Um, because, yeah, I think there is room to feel guilty for doing that and just yeah. the confusion of – your public so your your fan base so vehemently disagreeing yeah. with your choice to hard launch such a loser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's not about Matt Healy, maybe it's about her inner struggle, maybe it's not going to be about a particular guy, just inner yeah. struggle of where she's going. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Who's afraid of little old me? So, mm-hmm. the first time I heard this, my mind first went to Who is Afraid of Virginia Woolf, which is a book that is written or a play. It's book a book or a play? It's a play by written by um, Edward Albee. And mm-hmm. interesting enough, it was tr- was made into a movie later starring none other than Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor. Burton to Oh, look at you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, no, not sure exactly what the time if that ties in but it is a play about a violetal couple a yeah violetal couple violetile yeah. couple and like the who's afraid of little me and who's afraid of virginia Woolf. there is like there's not a character named virginia wolf there, there's yeah, not yeah. like and so like that's why I, I was like what's going on and so albie the the playwright had said that the title of the play means who's afraid of the big bad wolf yeah and so basically the whole thing is like who's afraid of living a life without false illusions. Mm -hmm. That's what his take on was the title. So I do wonder if she's kind of like thinking, singing about no longer having that illusion, no longer faking something and just being her authentic self. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I do like that connection. And I did think of who's afraid of the big bad wolf. And I think, I feel like this is going to be her sort of reclaiming her space where she's like, yeah, I'm out. Everyone has something to say about me. The dads and brads and chads all are mad that I'm on their screen. But like, who the cares at Mm -hmm. this point? Like, Mm -hmm. I can't be bothered. Like, basically, she's done with I know places and she's like, what? Like, you're going to stop me type of thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. I love that. It'll be very interesting because now she's back to herself being out in the public. Yeah, she is. Okay, I can fix them. No, really, this is chapter eleven. <laughs> we have a few more minutes, you guys. We're gonna just yeah. I think this is definitely about Maddie Healy, and I think mm-hmm. that because Maddie Healy, the 1975, have song titles like this all the time, where there's an aside written into the title. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do feel like this will be sort of a tongue-in-cheek, funny, oopsie daisy type of. <laughs> type of track uh, it'll be fun i'm excited to do that and this yeah. one l-o-m-l love of my life love of my life i'm very Lumble. interested in what she's gonna do this like you know does she dodge a bullet or lose the love of her life is she gonna transition between love of my life and loss of my life we've talked about that before we will see um, it's the only it's uh it's homage to how travis kelsey can't spell that's yeah. it. He's just, Squirrel. Yeah. He's Squirrel. Yeah, yeah. He's like, well, love him a lot. <laughs> oh, I got you, girl. Viva Las Vegas. Viva. <laughs> ick, 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 ick. Okay. I, uh, I think this will be like a ode to girl. Yes. Hood. Ode to friendship. I really do. I feel like 
She's back with her squad. She's yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. I want her, or or it'll be like about self love and like you know, it'll be new romantics. It'll be, it'll be like yes, queen type thing. I love (laughs) it. Now, I think this next track, it's track thirteen. It's going to be a a song dedicated to the fans. I can do the broken heart. Yeah. So I, she did give some, I guess, speech where she's like. We come out here whether we're sick, we're tired, we're heartbroken. During tour, mm. she said something similar to this. So I think it's about her being on tour, and, or not even on tour, just her performing and being her herself and doing what she loves with a broken heart. I think that's our fan song. Mm. That's mm. that's my that's cute. That's yeah, I picture like a very fun upbeat dance number, like yeah, like message in a bottle, like. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, we're showing up and we're going to party hard, ladies, type thing. Yes. Dancing like you're 22. Yeah. Um, and then the smallest man who ever lived. <laughs> I know some some people really want this to be about Trump. <laughs> and there I go, make Shelby just laughing, laughing, laughing. <laughs> I love that. I would die. Like, honestly, <laughs> that is so funny. That is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I feel like this will be about like it'll be like a Mad Woman sequel, like about mm-hmm. Scooter Braun. Like I feel yeah. like it'll just be her digging in to how dumb he is. I, I that. that's honestly hysterical. I mean, she did she did her little high school go fight win song, mm-hmm. so maybe it'll be semi vaguely political, and that would be that would honestly make my life. I I yeah. hope so. <laughs> That'd be fun. Back in her political era. And then smallest man who ever lived. That's hilarious. <laughs> then we have the alchemy. Um, what do you think that's gonna be about? I mean, I think it'll be I she's a lover. She's a lover. Mm-hmm. She can't help it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it will be about falling in love, which is the, very sweet. The new chemistry that she has found. The new chemistry, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The the ketchup and seemingly ranch of it all. The 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 hard launch of the football star and the popular girl. Like I, you know, it, she's looking for that magic sauce. She really mm-hmm. is. Did which she find leads, it? Which leads directly into Clara Bell, which if you've done any research, you've read Shelby's blog. She was a successful silent film star that transitioned into talkies. Mm-hmm, what has mm-hmm. she started to do now that she is dating Travis? And she Ugh. broke up with Joe. Not only dating Travis, just since she broke up with Joe, she's out there. She's yeah. talking. Yeah. She's being her. She's being the it girl that Clara was in the 1920s. Yeah, yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to how she, how she does this because it's going to be an ode to Clara or Clara. I'm not sure how it is, but Clara had a really rough life. Yeah. Like, from the beginning, she dealt with a mom who had schizophrenia, who would like try and slit her throat when she ta- started what? talking about being an actress. And then she had a really successful career, but then she did she dealt with mental health issues later on in her life and she was in a sanatorium. So it it is very interesting to see how she's going to end the album. Yeah. Talking about Clara Bell. Will it be superficial? Will it be deep? Yeah. What will it be? I mean, we saw her do it with Rebecca Harkness on the last great American dynasty. And, Mm -hmm. and I think she is like really good at dilute uh, sort of, diluting a very complex story into a really relatable like feminist um anthem example yeah and like Mm -hmm. and tying her life into these forgotten stars and these muses of hers Mm -hmm. and so i think it will be like 
I'm I'm excited for it. I feel like she is an interesting figure. I think there are parallels to be found there. And I do feel like it falls into this, like, you know, we're all tortured poets. Like Taylor Swift feels like she's the chairman of them, but like who's who's on her advisory board, you know? Like mm-hmm. that's that's what we're getting at here with Clara. Clara. Yeah. Um and it also helps that it was a silent film star and then yeah. she reclaimed, you know, she found her voice and like mm-hmm. you know, Taylor lost her masters and now she's top of her game yeah. after everyone told her like she grew up thinking 30 was the cutoff for pop stars, like all of that. So now she's 40 past her prime. Yeah. Her <laughs> bonus track uh, yeah. is the manuscript. So the manuscript. Dear reader. Quick second. 2.0. Dear reader. Yeah. 2.0. 2.0. What about what about the, the bolter? bolter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to close it out. I don't I honestly I I feel like it'll be the archer. Um inverse. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love it. Like the it. hunty. Um, but no, I'm excited to hear it all. I, I, I am excited for this. I think the aesthetic's interesting. I think the uh, the allusion to English and literature and all of that is like personally fascinating. Um, yeah. So I can't wait. Me too. I can't wait either. Um, but you guys, we're closing it out. I'm not doing anything fancy. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Ashley. And I'm Shelby. And Taylor, we are going to be tortured until you release this album. <laughs> Tortured Poets Division. Yeah, department. <laughs>